Hello everybody, welcome back to once again another episode of Observational Banter. I'm your host, Caleb Ellison. Observational Banter is all about me, I get to talk about what I've been going through lately, what am I looking forward to in the near future, and all fun things such like that. The date of this recording is May 16th, 2022, and it's currently 4.48 in the p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so I know, once again, it's another Tuesday upload day. Sorry about that. It is what it is. We will get back to regular schedule eventually. It's just I've been really busy. Stuff's been happening on the weekends. That's preventing me from recording. But the content's still here. What more can you ask for? And so we're going to get the week started, but not as we would with any other week. We're going to all get it kicked off with Tuesday, since, you know... I recorded on Monday last week. Anyway, you guys know the drill. Anyway, Tuesday. So Tuesday, so as we come into the summer months, you know, summer weeks, I'm not going to have work stories. I'm not going to have class stories. Most of my stories, you know, don't really come until around like 5 p.m. when I actually leave my room for the first time that day. But a big takeaway from Tuesday is that, you know, I was hungry. I was looking to get some food before wrestling practice, but I was running kind of late. So I had to, you know, order it, pick it up in the drive through line, do all that. I got some Chipotle, and I learned that if I'm going to eat Chipotle in the car especially, get a bowl instead of a burrito. Because I got a burrito, and then I was just spilling it all over myself as I was driving. And it's probably, you know, that's something you really have to eat with two hands. And so if you're going to eat Mexican food in the car, try and get it in a bowl instead of, you know, all over yourself. So big news happening there. And then once I ate it, I drove there and I got to wrestling school. And we are we have a huge influx of new students. We have three new people all within the span of a week. And so they're all getting, you know, oriented, broken in, making sure they know how to be inside of a ring without hurting themselves. That's a pretty big deal. And so I'm glad we are having a lot of new people because I remember when I started in January, it was me. And then two guys um, made their starts about like a week and then a week after that. And so for the span of like late January to now here in May, there's just been no new people. But we have a new influx, a new group. So good, good stuff. Good, good. Yeah, words. Anyway, so after practice though, you know me, I'm still hungry. So instead of getting more Mexican food after uh, wrestling school, I went to McDonald's, ordered a 10-piece, and the way they packaged it was pretty interesting. Instead of getting a 10-piece nugget box, they gave me a 6-piece box and a 4-piece box. So very creative. It's, you know, kind of a waste of cardboard, but maybe they ran out of 10-piece boxes and had to be creative. Either way, I got all my food. Nothing to complain about there. So yeah, that was all on Tuesday. I know, pretty lengthy so far. This is going to be a really long episode, especially when we get to Friday. So I hope you guys are ready for that. But now we're moving on to Wednesday. And Wednesday, the YSC softball team was home hosting the Horizon League Championship Tournament. And YSC was a three seed for that tournament. I couldn't believe it. So I went. I went to game one for YSU. And it was a really warm day on the campus of Youngstown State University. The sun was out, barely any clouds. And of course, for the softball 
field, there is no shade anywhere. So I was sitting out there in the bleachers, I got pretty sunburnt, it was pretty sick. Just my arms were completely two different tones. I got sunburn on my neck. Not great. And so YSU ended up losing the first game, but it was a double elimination tournament. However, I did not feel like sticking around for the second game because it was way too hot and it was getting kind of late. And so I went over to Taco Bell to get my uh, late lunch, early dinner, and Baja Blasts were a dollar. Oh, they know how to cash in on that warm weather. So yeah, pretty nice. This is the first time I've had a Baja Blast in a while, so I'm glad I got that taken care of. And then Wednesday night, the Orioles lost by a lot, which goes for a lot of their games this week. So that's really the big Orioles news happening in this episode is that they lost. Now we're going to move over to the next day. It's Thursday, and once again, I got Mexican food before wrestling school, but it was not Chipotle, it was Hothead. So from the span of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I had Chipotle, Taco Bell, Hotheads, just really mixing it up. I'm really glad I'm getting that in there. And then, yeah, it was still more of a new people wrestling class, and so we were doing stuff like on the outside of the ring. We were working on lockups and different chain stuff, whatever. But yeah, um, probably either this week by the time you're listening to it or the week after is when we'll get to more of a regular class schedule. So that'll be fun. Hopefully more entertaining content for my wrestling school stories. That's really all that happened on Thursday was just me eating and then me wrestling. But now we're moving on to Friday. And I told you guys that Friday was going to be a big day. So buckle in. Do whatever you have to do, because Friday is going to blow your socks off. So Friday, the wrestling company Control Your Narrative, CYN, uh, they they were having a show in Cleveland, and they rented AIW's ring. AIW, if you didn't know, that's the wrestling promotion that I'm training under. So CYN had to rent AIW's ring. Sure, no problem. That's ring rentals. Um, From what I've been hearing, that's something that happened a lot more frequently, especially before COVID. And so I was like, all right, it's my first ring rental. I'll do it. So Friday morning, uh, the crew, we met at the academy to pack up the ring and load it into the truck. So we got it all loaded up pretty good. Went over to the venue in Cleveland, the Odeon Concert Club, which is where AIW has their downtown Cleveland shows. Fun fact. So we unloaded the ring there, set it all up. Easy peasy, no problem. So around 2 o'clock, everything was all set up, and we're like, all right, you know, I haven't eaten in a while. Let's go all, Let's go out and get lunch. So all the AIW guys, we all went out to this one restaurant that was just down the block. Super good. Nothing on the... It was a pretty limited menu, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it wasn't really a lot of variety there, and so I just looked for something that looked good, and it was like a Midwestern BLT wrap. All right, sounds good. And so, well, that was even the first thing. So, you know, before you order the entree, you got to order the drinks. And everyone else ordered alcoholic beverages, and I ordered root beer. But I'm 20, so whatever. Anyway, that's just one way for me to stand out from the crowd. The second way is the waitress is taking all of our orders, and, you know, everyone else in the group's like, oh, I'll have this, I'll have that, sliders, whatever. And then waitress gets to me. And I say, I'll have the Midwest BLT wrap, but with no bacon. And I almost got away with it because everyone else at the table, they were having their own conversations and, you know, they were distracted, not really paying attention to me. And I was like, all right, BLT, no bacon. Sounds good. But then 
I'm going to name drop him, hope you don't mind, dang Mark at the end of the table just puts his head up and gives me the most quizzical look. He's like, did you just order a BLT with no bacon? That's an LT. And so that just caused the scene. You know, everyone just starts questioning me. It's like, how do you order BLT with no bacon? You just ordered a lettuce tomato. Where's everything else on that sandwich? And then I start getting tweeted about, you know, but my, I mean, what happened on Friday, that was the most my Twitter, the most engagements, impressions, they were just going through the roof on Friday. I got like six new followers. All my wrestling buddies are starting to know that I exist online. So I started following all of them back, you know, and we were just having good banter, just a good overall time over the fact that I ordered a BLT without the B. And so, I mean... They're like, oh, that's your new ringing now. Your Darable LT dog. Because, you know, it's just... Uh, the LT, I think that would be a pretty fun part of my wrestling name. Especially if I never reveal what the true meaning behind it is. Because people will be like, oh, uh, he's a Washington Commanders fan. It must be Logan Thomas for the tight end, you know? And I was like, no, it stands for Lettuce Tomato. You know, fun fact. But yeah, so Darable LT dog. And... Once they found out, you know, once they got me on Twitter, that's when they unleashed just everything. They were talking about my tattoos. They know about this podcast now, so they're listening to it. My listener numbers have been going through the roof. Really good stuff happening there, but that was just all in the span of lunch and then before the CYN show actually started. Just tons of just fooling. It was a great day on Friday, you know, really good bonding experience. I really feel like these guys are my friends now. It feels really good. But now we're going on to CYN, Control Your Narrative. And I had a pretty fun assignment for this job. I thought I was just going to be like hanging out with the rest of the AIW people, you know, just watching the show. But no, I got the privilege and the honor to be the ring bell ringer, ring bell guy, timekeeper, if you will. I was ringing the bell before and after every match. It was going crazy. I could have been a bit better at it. Um, I was kind of soft on it at the start, but that's because like whenever I see people ring bells on TV, they just do it so effortlessly. They just like flick their wrist and then it rejuvenates throughout the whole building. But I guess that's because they have a microphone right next to the ring bell, so that's why it sounds loud. So for me, like towards the end of the show, I was really hammering that ring bell to make sure I get the ring. Everyone in the venue can hear it. But I don't want to just talk about my ring bell experience. I just want to talk about my thoughts on the show itself. And it's not going to be like a full review, match by match, whatever, analysis. So I'll be honest with you though, COIN completely diverted my expectations. Because the way they present and promote themselves is like, oh, we're super serious. Every match is like a shoot match, you know, or pretty much UFC, but in a professional wrestling ring. It's just, just, oh, but that's like one of the rules is no super kicks, no tope suicidas, no Canadian destroyers, you know, no nonsense. This is wrestling. And so I'm like, all right, this is what we're going to get. And so I kind of got that vibe in the first match because the first match was a segment where... Uh, Ethan Carter the third EC3 brought out a guy who's wearing all black and then the guy got jumped and then the match just started impromptu and so I had to like frantically ring the bell because I didn't know what was going on and then the guy won and it's like all right he controlled his narrative that was a big thing too like when the wrestlers were getting introduced it wasn't a traditional 
O from Hollywood, California, weighing in at 200 whatever pounds. So it was so and so had entering the narrative, so and so, and it was just their name. And then if they won the match, it would be so and so has controlled their narrative. So they're really pushing the narrative there. That's the big, you know, piece of control your narrative is that's what they want you to remember. And so, but when it comes to the rest of the wrestlers themselves, for a company that promotes himself to be super serious, these were some of the most colorful, outlandish, cartoonish gimmicks that I've ever seen. Just, there was this five-on-five tag team match, and on one team was, like, traditional control your narrative. They're just wearing all black and super serious, no high fives with the crowds, just there to do their job. And then their opponents... There was, uh, it was like Man Bun Jesus, and he had, he came out and he had this huge robe on, and then there was, I actually liked this guy, I forgot his first name, but his last name was Putter, and he came out and he had like a golf putter and natural lights just in his socks and down his shorts, that was pretty amusing, and yeah, just tons of colorful gimmicks, and that was like the whole show, it was like super serious, control your narrative, and then super colorful cartoon gimmicks. And so, that wasn't what I was expecting at all. But overall, the show itself, it was definitely a production. Um, They had a pretty cool stage setup where there was like the pipe and drape on the left and right sides, but then in the middle was a projector screen, and then in the back of it would show like videos and the, you know, quote-unquote titantrons, stuff like that. So that was actually pretty cool. Uh, That's the first time I've seen something like that for an indie show. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, it was definitely family-friendly. There's a lot more kids in the crowd than I expected, which I guess I should have expected it because Braun Strowman, or formerly known as Braun Strowman in WWE, I think he goes by Adam Schur now. Um, you know, he's one of the big guys in Control Your Narrative, figuratively and literally, and so obviously that's going to bring a huge crowd for just the casual wrestling fans and their families, stuff like that. But yeah, like no weapons, no gimmick matches. There was one point where they had one of their quote-unquote unsanctioned matches where I didn't know what to do, so I just didn't ring the bell. I just let it happen. These two guys were fighting. One guy, you know, rolled out to the outside, and then that was it. The segment was over. Pretty wild stuff happening there. And my only other takeaway from the show is that as I was sitting sitting ringside, and, you know, doing my stuff, being the timekeeper, and I was looking out in the front row, and there's this one girl there in the front row. Man, we were making eye contact, like, all night long. It's pretty crazy, but, I mean, I might get canceled for this, but I'm 99% sure that it was a girl that I was looking at. Maybe it wasn't. You know, I had to question myself a few times. I was pretty sure it was, but maybe it wasn't. If it wasn't, then, you know, I really learned something about myself Friday night. I mean, granted, I have been listening to Lola by the Kinks for a while now. That song that's been on repeat for me. And so, hey, who knows? You know, I'm not complaining. But that was really all that happened on Friday. Um, After the show, it was kind of rough because our truck that we used to load everything in the ring in was, like, blocked in from other cars in the parking lot. And so we had to get that situation settled out. But what was nice, though, is that given the time delay, uh, I got to talk to Austin Aries. He came around and came to the rest of the AIW guys. 
And I was like, oh, thanks for setting up the ring. You know, it's a job that no one wants to do, but someone has to do it, blah, 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 stuff like that. And so, yeah, he was just really nice, really genuine. So shout out to Austin Aries for just, you know, giving us some words of encouragement and some advice about being a professional wrestler. But yeah, uh, rest of the night went out without a hitch. As soon as we got the truck there, everything was loaded in. Um, I didn't get home till close to 1.30, so a little bit of a late night for me, but it happens, it is what it is, and we had to turn it all all around on Saturday because it was time to set the ring back up in the academy, and so that was easy, it was a pretty small crew, which is a little unfortunate, but I mean, we still got the ring set up, no problem. And what was nice is that once we got it set up, because it was a smaller crowd, uh, I got a little bonus lesson when it comes to just, you know, pro wrestling stuff. I did some roll-ups, worked on my strikes and my punches a little bit more, nearly tore my shoulder, but that wasn't anybody's fault. That was just a whoopsie-daisies. We were supervised by trained professionals, so don't worry about that. And then I actually got posted on the AIW Twitter. If you go to at AI Wrestling, uh, they quote tweeted a picture of me getting choked out on the ropes. And so if you're interested, you can go over, check that out. And so after that, uh, we got the ring set up, did some rolling around. After that, I got some gas, went home, pretty relaxing day. But now that was all on Saturday. Time to move on to Sunday. Man, this is a long episode. And so for Sunday, that was yesterday, by the time I'm recording this, it was a pretty big day. So the first half of the day wasn't that big, it was just doing laundry, getting all that situated, but then the second half, oh man, it was time to see Weird Al Yankovic live and in person. I know that's something I didn't talk about at all in the last episode, but that's because getting tickets to the show was like a super last minute decision by me. Like, literally, I was looking at the Weird Al tour schedule because I knew he's has been going on tour for a while, and I saw on Sunday, May 15th, he had a show in Erie, Pennsylvania, and I was like, oh, that's only an hour and a half. That's not the worst drive, and he is having shows that are closer to me, like, just before Erie, he had a show in Canton, Ohio, he's having a show in Akron coming up, which would be closer, but there is some scheduling conflicts with those shows, and so that's why I didn't want to go to those ones is because I knew on the 15th I would be free all day with no other obligations. And so like on Wednesday, I got my tickets for the show, printed them out, and I got great seats for less than $100. I was third row from the stage, so really good seats. I was dead center. I was pretty much looking like I was in line with Weird Al Yankovic for pretty much the whole night. And it was just a really good time. Um, the show itself, he didn't do a lot of his parody songs and songs that he's popular for, which I knew coming in because that was one of the things that was in the promotional you know, posts about it, was that it was original songs, maybe a cover here or there, but mostly original work. And so I expected that, um, but still no problem. I mean, there were a few, few tunes that I had no idea about, but then other ones I was able to sing along with and get with. So, pretty fun stuff. I really enjoyed the concert. Just overall, really good time. Erie was a pretty nice city. Uh, Before the show, I went to this restaurant, which was nice. You know, I got myself a bite to eat, some sodas to drink. Really good time in Erie, Pennsylvania. And the show itself, it went by pretty quickly. I was able to get home at around midnight, which, considering the fact that 
you know, it's an hour and a half drive. Uh, the show started at 7.30 with a opening act stand-up comedy from Emo Phillips. Weird Al started around 8. So, yeah, just super quick show, super fun, really, really great Sunday night, really great time there. So, now moving on to Monday, that's today, since, you know, the episode's coming out on Tuesday, I might as well talk about what I did today. And it wasn't anything too drastic, I got my official parking pass for the summer, I've been, you know, kind of delaying that for a while, but I do need one unless I want to get tickets every day. So, I got my parking pass for the summer picked up. And then I'm really excited for later tonight because Chipotle is having this promotion for the Stanley Cup playoffs where if you go in to order food wearing an NHL jersey, you'll get a buy one, get one offer for your entrees. So I'm really looking forward to that. I don't have any NHL jerseys, but I do have a t-shirt. I'm wearing it right now. It's a Vegas Golden Knights shirt. It has the logo on the front and on the back it says Flurry with number 29. So I'm hoping that's close enough. Youngstown isn't really a hotbed for NHL action. We do have the USHL uh, Youngstown Phantoms, which just play, you know, about two miles away from here. But when it comes to NHL, I mean, unless people... We do have the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. That's about an hour away. And then Columbus Blue Jackets are, you know, all the way over there in central Ohio. So maybe, maybe that fan base is coming over, but not really. Uh, I wouldn't bet a lot of money on that. But that was the whole week. I know, pretty long, pretty lengthy weekly review. I wish I was able to go into more details on Friday about what happened, but it was just such a long day, lots of things going on. It was a really good day, just a really good, busy, fun week. As you can tell, I'm sorry if my voice sounds bad, it's just from the Weird Al show yesterday. Uh, when I was just like, you know, yelling, applauding, singing, doing along, woke up with a sore throat today. But overall, I'm sure that'll go away eventually. Feel good. Now it is time for a quick word from our sponsor, Gong, for the question of the week, and then the outro as regularly scheduled. Please stay where you're at. Man, considering the length of this episode, I should have just gotten a second sponsor. You know, just split it up a little bit. That's crazy. But thanks for listening this far. But now it's time for the question of the week. Will you please hit that gong? If you'd like to submit your quest for question of the week, you can do so by messaging me on Instagram or Twitter at NotCalebEllison. And this week's question of the week comes from Lily from Wilmington, Delaware. And Lily asks us, Do you have any recurring dreams? If so, what are they? And so, pretty good question. Thank you, Lily, for asking. Definitely a lot better than last week's question. And so recurring dreams, if I, if my understanding of them is correct, it's pretty much a dream that, you know, happens pretty frequently. You're always dreaming about it. It's an event that always happens in your dreams. It's just, you know, constantly there. And so recently, I can't really think of any recurring dreams. Um, but I used to have, a, not a lot, but there were two recurring dreams when I was a kid that I would always have. And it was super weird. Uh, the first one, I remember I would always get it around Halloween time, and I would get it for multiple years. Like, each Halloween, I would have this dream, and it would be, like, it would also be the days leading up to Halloween, I would have the same dream. And so the dream was, is ba- it was back when I lived on a military base, outside of the house was this bouncy house. Not literally, but in the dream, outside of my house was a bounce house. 
And so I remember having so much fun with it. You know, me and my friends, we were all jumping on the bounce house. And then out of the nowhere, this giant spider would come down the street and chase us all out. And I remember always just that environment right in the same spot, same area, same time of day in the dream. I would always see that spider come chase me down. So that was one recurring dream I had. Another one is when I was younger. I didn't have it a whole lot, but I do remember having this dream multiple times when I was like, what, six years old maybe, maybe seven? It was when I was really young. Um, I would have this dream where I would be like in a swamp and I'd be pod racing, like episode one from Star Wars pod racing. And I remember... I don't remember a lot from it. All I remember that I was pod racing and then like I would crash into the water and then you know when you go swimming and you walk into the pool and like your shorts bubble up as you enter it? That would happen to me but my shorts had Jar Jar Binks on them. Like just his face plastered all over the shorts. So really weird. I must have watched episode one a lot if I was a kid if I had dreams about pod racing and Jar Jar Binks. And so when it comes to, like, recent recurring dreams, like I said earlier, I don't really have a lot. But something that does happen in my dreams a lot is I'll just be walking, doing my thing, and then I just fall through the floor. It's so annoying. I'll be going up the steps, and I'll try and take a step, and I just fall straight through the floor. And it's like, it's like in a video game where you're trying to run through it and the rest of the world hasn't loaded yet and it's a really bad glitch and you just fall straight through the floor. It's exactly like that. That happens in my dreams at least once, maybe twice a month. It's so annoying because then I'm falling in the dream and so I'll do that thing where like I'll jump up and my whole body just takes a screenshot and I self-reset in my bed and it's just like I wake myself up that way just because I have just huge giant jitter. And so, yeah, that happens a lot in my dreams as well. But thank you, Lily, once again for your question. If you'd like to submit your question for observational banter, you can do so. Message me on Instagram or Twitter at NotKaleBellison. I'd like to thank BenSound.com for letting me use their music in this product. Pretty long week, pretty long episode, I know. I'm sorry. I'm really surprised if you've listened this far. Hey, um, we're we're going to get back to Monday release days shortly, probably by uh, next week. We'll be back to that. Um, when it comes to things that are coming up, I will be out of town for a while at the end of May and for like the first week of June. I'm going on vacation with my family, which is, of course, when a lot of fun things are happening. It's when the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series starts. That's when Stranger Things Season 4 starts. And so what I think I'll do, I'll do the same thing like what I did for my winter break in between seasons one and two, is where I'll just give like kind of a supplemental episode, not supplemental, a recap episode, that's the word of it for it. I'll do a recap of just everything I did over vacation, any fun stories and times and things. That's probably what I'll do. I don't think it'll be time for a new season quite yet. I'll probably start season three at the start of the fall semester so expect around august season three of observational banter but once again thank you for listening this far the socials are once again at not and youtube channel Darable dog i forgot to mention on sunday after i came home from the weird al concert there was a lunar eclipse and i took some pictures of it pretty cool thanks for listening and until next time i'll see you later on observational banter